Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder. Make sure you rate and review No Catch Up available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review. Pass the links to the homies. Let everybody know. You know the deal. No Catch Up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No Catch Up. No Catch Up. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. The NFL's closing up. We're going to recap championship weekend. I was on the wrong side of a lot of this shit, man. A lot of this shit that's been going on. I've been on the wrong side. I want to talk about that. We'll break down those games. We'll talk Super Bowl. And it's always the lonely week before the Super Bowl. I I got some thoughts on the Pro Bowl, man. I got some ideas that we could bring back that would actually be really dope. I know it's dangerous, but we got to figure out something. The Pro Bowl is dead. And it shouldn't be as lackluster as it is. We're then going to get into the NBA. We got a James Harden. James Harden situation. Is that what you want to call it, Nick? Yeah, there's a little situation, man. James, <laughs> James is upset. We got a little We got a little James Harden situation out in New York. We're going to talk about that, man. John Morant continues to go crazy. Bulls are back on top of the East, even if it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's percentage points. Put it like that. We got the Bears presser. We got a lot of things to talk about. Tap in. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Let's get it. Big Nick the Quick. What's good? What's good? Oh, shit. I'm chilling, man. What's, what's, what's going on, man? Man, no complaints, man. Another another lovely day in paradise, man. Can't <laughs> yeah, complain. you already know. You uh-huh. already know. Uh-huh. You already know. Dog, I've been getting murdered. I think you and everybody else. It's been, Dog, it's been, it's it, been it's tough been, sledding. It's been like the L's have been in, insane, though. Like yeah. historic L's. Like three weeks in a row, I was on Bills. That's a that's a historic L that will never be forgotten. Sure, I was on. Then I was on uh, Medvedev to start Saturday morning. He goes up two sets to zero, has forty love break up three two. You bet in, against Nadal in the third set. Nadal hasn't come back down two sets since two thousand seven. Medvedev's best court is hard court, and for those who don't know, we're talking about the Australian Open final. He, he, he crumbles and loses. Mm-hmm. And then I got the Chiefs. Like, not even – I had them on I thought, the spread. I thought the Chiefs, was, I thought the Chiefs big, was a lock. I thought the Chiefs laying seven and a half was a lock. Dude, but my biggest play, I didn't even – my biggest play was I had them in a teaser, teased down to two and – I just need to win by a field goal. Yeah, easy. Come on, at, bro. At what home. Are we, at, what are we at, talking about? In Arrowhead. What are we talking about, man? Yeah. So, I've been on the, I've been on the, the back end of some – some trash L's. So we're going to keep fighting, though, man. Super Bowl's coming up. We got to keep battling. But uh, what's good with you, man? Man, I'm on the same thing, man. I had uh, I had the Chiefs on Sunday. Obviously didn't turn out too well. I had a little NBA action that I posted about on Wednesday. It didn't turn out too well there. So yeah. I might just cool it, man. I might just cool it and enjoy the Super Bowl. 
enjoy the up until the All Star break, and maybe regroup after that because uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it was tough sledding the last few weeks. But I need to cleanse. Hey, man, it. that's what that's what we say, that's what we say all the time, and we we're always right back at the uh, right back at the window. So yeah, a, you know how it goes. Yeah. So let's let's kick it off with the NFC AFC Championship. I'll just ask you flat out. What are your thoughts? Let's let's start with the AFC Championship. What are your thoughts on the game and uh, how it went, man? Burrow stayed pat, did did what he's been doing all year, didn't get flustered, and brought the squad back in the second half. What do you think? Yeah, so Chiefs go in the halftime. Uh, well, really should have been up twenty one three, but going to halftime twenty one ten. I thought they were cruising to an easy victory. Like, I really thought they were cruising to an easy victory. Patrick Mahomes looked unstoppable in the first half. He was running all over the place. They could not contain him. Um, and I even texted, like, hey, look, if his legs are moving like that, like, forget about it. They can't do anything with this guy. Yeah. Because he's just going to run around and continue to make plays. Um, but I thought at the time, and obviously it proved true, the turning point in the game was that fourth down play uh, going into halftime at, in the goal line where they threw to Tyree Kill and he did not score. Um, I think no if, they had, yeah, if they had scored that touchdown, that game's over, right? Like, I think it's really hard to come back down 18 down against the Chiefs team. But I think when they got that stop, the Bengals went into the locker room with a ton of momentum. Chiefs came out in the second half. I don't know what their game plan was. I don't know what they were trying to do. Yeah. I don't know what Mahomes was on. I mean, he was running for his life. He's taking bad sacks. They completely gave up on running the football at all. Um, it just seems like they panicked, which – from a Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, the enemy type squad, who's now in their fourth straight AFC championship game, right? Like they've been there. If any team's not going to panic, it should have been them. But that second yeah. half, I mean, it was just panicking. And then even the situation where you're going down and you're, were they trying not to score or were they just running that bad of offense? No, both of, them, both, of them, both of them are inexcusable, right? Yeah. Like if you were trying not to score, like that's the worst way possible to do it. And I don't, I don't fully agree with that either. Um, and if you were trying to run offense, then Lord have mercy, because that was incredible. You got Mahomes taking 17-yard sacks. These guys are all over the place. You don't have any semblance of what it is that you're trying to do. Look, just go down there. I, I, I'm a big proponent of go down there and just score the fucking football. Just go down there. You're at home. Ride your crowd. Go down yeah. there and score. But don't go down there and do that. Like, don't go down there and do that. Like, whatever that was. No one's really talking about it because it seems seems so illogical. But I'm going to tell you this. It looked like they were trying to run the clock out and score at the same time. And they (laughs) were, like, picking and, like, they were picking and choosing what down they were going to score on type shit. Like, some extremely arrogant type of thing. I don't know if he that's true. He was running true. from no pass rush, though. At certain points, there was no pass rush, and he's running. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if that's true because it sounds so ridiculous, but with my own eyes, I'm watching, and it looks like they're trying to run the clock out and then score at zero so they don't have to give Burrow and them the ball back. I don't know if that's you know stuff pulled from last week with, with what happened with the Bills where they didn't want to leave anybody any time, but it did seem very odd, like, he took a sack to keep the clock running, and then they were going to try to score on the third down. Mm-hmm. Like, they just conceded second down, second and goal, and then tried to score on third down. But that's not how the NFL works. you got to score when you can score. 
Yeah, and I mean, and, and and you put all that together, and it's like I can't I can't overstate that they could not have played a worse half of football than the second half of that it game. It was brutal. Like I mean, from the Mahomes throwing interceptions to D linemen to the sacks that they were taking to their defense just quitting essentially to Andy Reid seeming like he has no idea what's going on to Mahomes running around trying to make plays when really he didn't even have to. Right. To not running the football, even though you had a little bit of success with it in the first half. I thought McKinnon ran the ball fine in the first half. Yeah. They 12 were carries. 12 carries for 65 yards. That's yeah. five point something yards per carry. To me, that's effective running the ball. Why you decide to abandon that with a lead in the second half is beyond me. And, and it goes to, I think, just what we we talk about this all the time. And it's it's my biggest thing with these coaches. And I get Andy Reid, accomplished coach, love him, won a ton of ball games in this league. But sometimes you and I talk about this. We're watching these games and she's like, well, what is going on here? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a football aficionado. Right. I, I played till I was 15. That's about it. Like I, I was never a quarterback. I don't yeah. break down film like that, but I can tell you that as I'm watching that game, that a simple thing to do is run the ball, control the clock and limit the Joe Burrow opportunities. Right. But you want to keep going three and out, giving up sacks and throwing picks and daring them to beat you. Well, guess what? This team's going to come down and beat you. So I, as much as I want to get up on here and tell you all about Burrow and the Bengals and how great of a story this is, because it is, the Chiefs 100% Choke gave job. that game away. That was a giveaway. That was a giveaway. If you want to watch a team lose a game in the second half, if you want to know how you can lose a game in a half of football to go to the Super Bowl in a championship game, rewatch the second half of that game. Because every it's all there. Every mistake that you could possibly make is there. Every single one of them. So. I don't know. You know what, what? What are you gonna do? And he almost fumbled at the end too. Yeah. Well, he, no, he did. He fumble. did fumble. He did fumble <laughs> and then got it back. He did fumble. So like yeah. it's just like every, every it's just like here, take the game, take the game. We don't, we don't, we're done. We just want to go home. Cabo's calling. Like I don't yeah. know. It's I was. It, there's never been a time where I've been watching Pat Mahomes and on multiple plays in a drive or even back to back plays said to myself, "What is this dude doing?" Like what is ha- what is he doing? And that's and, and I caught myself saying that about Mahomes, like I was watching Joe Flacco. Like what is he do? Like wait, 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 what is he doing? Right. He looked clueless. Like he didn't know what was going on. And, and it goes back to the the first half thing too. Look, man, you have five seconds. You either throw the ball immediately or you kick a field goal. It looked like Pat didn't know the situation to close the half. They, they 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 cut to him and showed him trying to call a timeout, but the, the clock was already at zeros. So yeah. that's a whole other conversation. But well, Andrew and Andy Reid took the blame for that in the post game presser. So maybe I yeah, didn't give him the right call. play or whatever. Yeah. But I thought something interesting that I heard yesterday, um, just on Pat Mahomes real quick, was Rex Ryan yesterday said that he said that was what it looks like when a quarterback loses confidence. He's like, I saw it right away as I'm watching the game. And obviously, Rex been in the league a long time, a defensive guy, which I thought was interesting. Like he said, he recognized it immediately. He's like, Mahomes is out there with no confidence in the second half. He looks and a little lost. He just looked lost. He's like, yeah, he's like, that's, we would have pounced on him at that point in time. Well, since he dropped everybody in coverage, but they still, like you said, they still didn't try to run the ball. There was the biggest thing was there was an adjustment made by the Bengals where, okay, we're going to drop everybody in coverage. We're going to make you, we're going to give you a ton of time. Yeah. You're just going to have to find someone. But then there was no adjustment back by the Chiefs. They just kept dropping back, and there was 10 people, and there was seven, eight people in coverage, and he couldn't find anybody. And they kept that spy on him, too, so he wasn't able to go anywhere. And I don't know who is it, 91 on the Bengals, Hendrickson? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, outstanding. The football. white dude. Uh, yeah, a white boy. Outstanding yeah. football performance. Yeah, he's nice. Like, give, give my man some new undersleeve, though. He raised his arm up and there was some holes and shit up in there. It looked <laughs> like he had the, the, Hanes, uh, the Hanes super thin joints. But, yeah, shout out him. Unbelievable performance. But they, they clearly knew, like, coaching in the halftime, Taylor, whoever their defensive coordinator is, I'm not sure. But the adjustments that they made on defense, they completely flustered him. He had no idea what to do. Yeah, no, and that's what it looked like coming down the stretch. But it was funny, man, because even at the end of the game, they they started moving the rock easy. Kelsey, Kelsey, yeah. 15, 17. Hey, can, like, can, oh. can, can someone guard uh, Travis Kelsey on third and fourth down? Yeah, no one likes to. It seems uh, Apparently, we just don't do this. <laughs> Everybody in the league, he always <laughs> pick it up third and 15. Third every, 14, every time, 12, like, it's 15, unbelievable, yeah. 15 yards on third down. But it's still – there was never a time where I felt like they were going to lose until they lost. Yeah. And then and then look, the other thing too is you play that bad in the second half and then you get unlucky once and then the game's over. Mm-hmm. Like that interception, that's a that's a that's a lucky pick. I don't want to say it's all luck, but you know, they tried to knock the ball down and they knocked it right into the dude's chest. He picks it off and then the D just gets marched on. Like yeah. 7 8 eight, seven, Burrow doesn't blink, seven, six. And then apparently this uh, McPherson is the best kicker in the AFC. He well, doesn't miss either. Yep. He's he's uh, fearless. So, yeah. yeah, man, and next thing you know. But folks you, are smacking everything in Ohio this week. <laughs> and then next thing you know, though, you've been to four AFC championships and you got one ring. And then the narrative starts to flip on you a little bit too. Which I don't think it should. Um, and, I, and I was thinking about this you think yesterday. that's unfair? Yeah, it's really unfair. This team has been to four straight AFC championship games, right? Yeah. One, two of them, won a Super Bowl, and two of them that they lost were to Tom fucking Brady, right? One of them was that ridiculous game at Arrowhead in 2019. Yeah, and passed like, what, his ever. second year? In his second year, and the, last, and the last one was last year in the Super Bowl to Tom Brady. So it's like, hey, look. If you're losing games to Tom Brady, like okay, does that matter run. though? That 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 line is very long. But does that matter though? It does. I think that that's still a good run. I mean, it's 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 funnier when you put the Andy Reid thing in it. This guy's been in more conference. I, I'd like to see like over the last twenty years how many <laughs> conference been to a lot of conference he's been like seventy five percent of the conference <laughs> in the last twenty years. But no, I think if you're gonna look at it, man, like if I was a Chiefs fan right now, first off, you got your ring, right? You're still young. Yeah, you Patrick got your Mahomes ring. is still young. This isn't like a. This isn't like a, a Packers situation where the organization's going to squander the next 15 years after you win a Super Bowl, right? Um, I do, I'm do. i confident in that organization, their ability to rebuild, and I'm confident that they're going to be right back there. They had a lot of issues this year that they were able to fix midseason, and they just ran up against – I mean, no, they gave that one away, right? They gave that one away. Yeah, they they can feel shitty about that. But if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm not like, oh, man, we're trash or, oh, man, we can't get over the hump because you've gotten over the hump. You've been to two Super Bowls and you've been to four straight championship games. You've hosted them. I don't think anyone's won as many regular season games as you guys over the last four years. And your quarterback is signed for the next nine. Sit back. It's going to be all good. As long as you got that guy and even coming off of this game, right, as long as you got 15, you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're looking at it in a very positive light. I think people are like, hey, you – well, the people that were hating initially because everyone tried to crown them the next dynasty, right. but they've only won one now. And you know how it goes, bro. Tyreek breaks his leg. Next thing – you know what I mean? So, like, right. <laughs> shit can, can get spooky real quick. You know but, you know, the other thing is, like, okay, yeah, and and, and – 
it's hard to repeat in the NFL, though, too. You know what I mean? Like, the last team to repeat was, what, the Patriots in 2004? But that's what I'm saying, bro. It's yeah, hard so to get to the AFC hard, Championship, period. Exactly. That's so what you, I'm saying. If you get there four times, you better yeah. come out of there with two of them, though. That's what people are saying. They uh, True. I can see that. You yeah, know what I, I mean? See, yeah, for sure. But if I was a Chiefs fan, I'm happy. I'm fine. You got the best quarterback of all time, allegedly. Yeah. And and y'all getting in spots, and y'all y'all only got one ring. Tom Brady's on the Chiefs? <laughs> hey man, people think people say you know how people talk start getting touched. Hey, talking Tom about Brady's Mahomes. the best quarterback of all time, and I don't want to talk to anybody ever about it ever again. He's the greatest of all time. Rogers, whatever. Story. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady is everything. Tom Brady's the best football player of all time. I don't. I'm not. I'm, I don't know why. I'm. I'm, I'm done with this. I'm done. You're not having this conversation. This, route, this Mount Rushmore conversation that people are trying to have. People saying Tom Brady's not on the Mount Rushmore. No, what Mount Rushmore no. sports are you building? Everyone that doesn't is, include Thomas there. Brady. He, <laughs> he's definitely on the, the Mount Rushmore. It's like, oh, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth ain't even play against black and Latino players, man. I don't want to hear about that shit. Yeah, that is true. No one really we, – we could talk Nobody, about yeah, that. Yeah, folks skate off that shit real quick. Look at the baseball. Every roster is Martinez, Francisco. Come on. He ain't play against none of them boys. Yeah. No. <laughs> nah, that's true. It is true. They did it say Babe true. Ruth was black, though. Have you heard that? They said he might be, uh, he might be mixed. I was looking at some photos, man. Babe Ruth. No, he does have that, like, he does have a little brother, like, man. the round look. Yeah, 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 yeah baby. <laughs> baby, the brother. <laughs> man, they would hate that. Hey, Babe Ruth, the Babe brother. Ruth. Him and Burrow. Burrow got to have a, a, a great, great, great grandfather that's black. Oh, no, Burrow just been around the fellas, man. You know, he was, yeah, he was that real guy. Yeah, shit, bro. He be, he around the guys. He, I got, the, he, got, the, he got the chain. He got the furry coat. He's out here quoting. Uh, he's out here quoting little baby. Quoting little baby. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Shout out him. So yeah. Shout out Joey B. Let's actually talk about the NFC, and then I'm gonna. I got a question for you after that. Well, actually, let me let me before we get to the NFC, let me ask you this: bigger collapse, them, uh, the Chiefs blowing an 18 point lead, or at home, or the Niners blowing a 10 point lead in the fourth quarter. Only the Chiefs because the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and the Niners have Garoppolo. I don't think we know Garoppolo's limitations, but I'm not. I'm not letting the Niners off the hook. Like they, sh- another team that should have won by three touchdowns. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just think the Chiefs were at home. You had Patrick Mahomes. You had a big lead, and you can point to several moments that, like, you literally shot yourself in the foot and could have put that game away. Yeah, and I mean, and you're at home against a second-year quarterback coach, yeah. and you're favored by a touchdown plus. Yes, that's yeah. a for sure. Have a way, yeah, you have a better roster. Yeah, you're, yeah, it's the whole the whole thing. So I, I I leave it more on the Chiefs than I would on the uh, on the Niners. But there's some, things, there's some things on the Niners for sure. All right, let's talk about that game. What'd you think about that game? Uh, OBJ showed up first time having a hundred yard receiving game. Um, in a in a minute since like 2019 like or something, or something. With, the, yeah. with the Browns, so he showed up. Stafford tr- Stafford tried to throw a couple picks. They didn't get picked, but he ended up showing up in some big spots as well. He, what he, do you think he, of the game? He, he tried his darndest to give that <laughs> one away. <laughs> um, no, uh, man, it, it's tough for San Francisco because. Jimmy's just not good enough, man. Like, look, I know a lot of people want to talk about the Rams D and how well they played, and they absolutely played a great game. But let's keep it real. They didn't get a sack the entire game, right? So it's not like he was running for his life really until that fourth quarter. Um, I just thought another game where 
this team had multiple opportunities to put it away, right, and just couldn't get it done. Like one more touchdown. For most of this game, you're up 17-7, to right? So one more touchdown puts this game at 24-7, to and it's over. Trust on your defense. You got a really good defensive unit. You're able to put pressure on the quarterback, good secondary, good linebackers, smart head coaching. But you just couldn't get those points in the fourth quarter that you really needed to get, man. And I think that that speaks to just the limitations that you have with Garoppolo. You can point to the last drive when obviously he made the terrible mistake and threw that, that inexcusable interception as he's falling down, which in, in every situation, you just take the sack and, and go right back out. You can even hear Mary's situation anyway. So I don't know what he's trying to do. Yeah, It was going to be fourth down. They were, they were way back in their own territory, yeah. but you still can't do that. Take the sack and just throw a 50, you know, pray. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously that happened. Um, Cooper Cup is unstoppable on the other end of the field. Absolutely unstoppable. Uh, This guy is different. Um, If anybody was happy about the arrival of Matt Stafford, it's Cooper Cup. Probably more so even than McVay. Um, But, yeah, I just felt like San Francisco had that game in hand, man, but they just couldn't get it done offensively. And it makes you realize that's why they probably want to move on from Jimmy because you're how many games – how many more games like that can you be in and not win? You know what I mean? You did everything right for – the first half but come the second half you just weren't able to get anything going and i really put it on your quarterback he, he he's just what 16 for 30 it's not good enough they gave up 13 points in the fourth quarter and they didn't score in the fourth quarter <laughs> that's how you lose that's pretty straightforward pretty straightforward you <laughs> yeah. give up 13 in the fourth and then don't score when they hit kittle to go up 17 7 i thought the game was over i'm not gonna lie to you like, because the defense have been playing so well. Yeah. But this is the biggest thing that I noticed and realized was the Rams continue to try to push it upfield over and over and over. It wasn't like, a, all right, let's try to matriculate the ball up the field. That's what I liked about it. McVay stayed aggressive. Even after um, Tart dropped the interception, the very next play, they go up the sideline for 35 to Odell. They didn't, they didn't let the – they weren't conservative at all. And they and, went and, – And picked up a 15-yard penalty on top yep, of it. Exactly. And then and then they went up the sideline again up to the right side to cut. Like, they were being really aggressive the whole time. So that's what that I That was actually the, the biggest swing was that 50-yard swing that you got on the Odell Beckham, the 40-yard pass, and the 15-yard penalty because that was three-quarters of the field. And back-to-back plays, they go from getting a pick – to then giving up yeah. 45 yards to Odell Beckham plus the penalty. Yeah. So, I mean, you want to talk about the sh- everything shifting. I'm not so sure that Tart getting the pick, the Rams don't get the ball back. There's a lot of time left still. I think people, sure. a lot of people are saying, like, Tart pick, again, they're going to kneel it out. But, like, but the whole the case. But the whole swing, the fact that they ended up scoring after that and all that is what really, is yeah, what it really makes big. it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think you look at that as a whole. And it's funny, man. Like you watch all this football. How often does it come down to like two or three plays that if they had gone the other way or have yeah. we're talking completely different, right? Like the, the Tariq Hill touchdown before the half, yeah. that interception. But I think part of the reason that McVay is able to stay aggressive is he's not worried about the quarterback on the other side. Like, you know what I mean? You're not yeah. if you're not if if Patrick Mahomes, if Tom Brady, if Aaron Rodgers, if if someone who you're scared of, if it's a threat. On the other side, you have to play to that, right? We don't want to give them the ball back. We need to kind of be a little bit more conservative. We're not going to take as many shots as we can because they might not work. We need higher percentage plays because we need to maintain possession. But if it's like, hey, we're going to give the ball back to Jimmy Garoppolo and he's as shaky as he can get, 
Yeah. We're not worried about it because we're going to come right back and we're going to keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep putting pressure. And then Garoppolo comes in with pressure, right? Not physical he's pressure, really but the pressure of trying pressure, to win the though. game. But he's just, yeah, he's just, it's it's not his thing, man. Like, he's a front-running QB. Like, I get it. They, they With good coaching, great defense, great run game, you could put Jimmy in a situation to win a lot of ball games. But you cannot go out there and ask him to make a play because he was just incapable yeah. of doing it on Sunday. I think the biggest thing that's frustrating, and I'm not a Niners fan, I'm just for me watching, is that they're not asking a lot from Jimmy either. Come out 18 of 26, yeah, 185 yards and a touchdown, no turnovers, and that's all they would need from him with that defense and them running the ball. So that's why it gets really, really frustrating watching them, and I think that's what – a lot of, that's that's the big beef with Jimmy is like a lot of quarterbacks in the league there's certain guys that have to drop back 35 40 45 times to win Tom Brady Joe Burrow Burrow these like these guys are have to throw it 45 Josh, times Josh to Allen win. Josh Allen they have to throw it 45 times to win the game Dak Prescott has to throw it 40 if Dak doesn't throw it 40 times it's a L you know what I mean Russell Wilson Russell all those guys (laughs) right so then you get a you see a guy like Jimmy and it's like man you got a crazy D third overall best defense in the league they get out the quarterback great offensive line great run scheme great coach and then you coming out here we can't ask you to do nothing in a big time spot that's where it's like man make a play Make a play. Do something, man. And, like and you said, we're not going out there on Sunday saying, hey, Jimmy, go out there and win it for us. Right. It's pretty much make the plays when you need to make the plays. And other than that, stay out the way. Yeah, and he played solid yesterday. But it's just a culmination of that's that's something that, like you said, McVay's not worried about Jimmy G and them going up and down the field. Nope. Like, when Jimmy G got the ball with a minute 40 left, I'm like, I was, I'm like, yeah, what's he gonna that. do? What the yeah. fuck is he gonna do? There was, <laughs> there, the, the game was so over. Yeah, he yeah. I wasn't like nothing, was, nothing about this dude's career says that he's gonna take them on a hundred second drive right now and, and win this ball game. Like yeah. nothing about it. Actually, everything about his career is gonna say what happened is what happened. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, and again, man, look, he, he he tries hard. I know he's a Chicago local guy. I love the fuck the Packers he's stuff. A, he's a good guy. Yeah, like, yeah. He's a cool dude. Like that. That's cool. But like. This is not enough. He's just a, enough. he he's just a he's a middle enough. of the pack quarterback, and that's fine. He got a he'll, bunch of money too. He'll get like, checks for and he'll get checks for another ten years too. Yeah, cool, Stand the league forever. Back up. Yeah, great. Let's It'll have great a life. real like let's have like the real conversation is he's not good enough, and that's he's that. not good enough, and that's that. And at this point, you know, right? He's been in the league long enough. It's not it's not going to make he's not going to change too much. So, um, go back to the Super Bowl when he missed my man on the deep ball. Who was yeah. that? Um, Emmanuel Sanders was it? Emmanuel Sanders, yeah. six Super Bowl yeah. championship in your pocket. He misses easy, them. easy, misses them. Yeah. easy throw. So it's like go back throughout the years. It's not like people. I think people <laughs> like even the Mina Kimes thing. I think people think that people hate Jimmy Garoppolo and have like no. an out for Jimmy. And it's like no, I'm calling just it using like it is. my own eyes that I've been watching this dude now in massive spots the, the Jeff for Garcia years at a time. Was- and he's just not making the plays necessary. Yeah, like, and, and she wasn't saying anything crazy when they went to the Super Bowl. He was, there was, remember that that year that they, he threw for like a hundred yards a game in the playoffs. It was literally like, hey, we're gonna run the ball. Raheem Mostert and those guys were running yeah. the ball like crazy, and just just come in here and convert some third downs. Yeah, this game they asked him to do a little bit more at certain times, and he couldn't get it done. 
to your point, we're not overloading you with all this pressure. Right. We're not telling you you got to go in there and throw for, for 400 yards and three touchdowns and we're going to drop back and you got to be perfect and you're going to get into some quarterback duel and shootout because you weren't. Because at the end of the day, right, we could talk all we want to about the Rams, D. Let's talk about the Niners, D. They played great for 45 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, they put that team in position to win. Tom Brady just officially retired. He posted on Instagram. Oh, dude, that's um, a, yeah, perfect. We can talk, um, talk about that next. But, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I just think the Niners as a defense did a good job. Um, and look, man, I've been critical of Stafford, and I think that he had a lot of moments in this game that I, I kept saying he was shaky. But when it mattered at the very end, he definitely came through and did his thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'll give him that. I still don't watch Matt Stafford, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, this guy. I'm, I'm overly confident. I don't feel like I'm watching Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, which is fine. But yeah. I will say the last two weeks, um, he has made some plays when he needs to make the plays. So I'll, I'll give him his flowers. Yes. Uh, also, Jalen Ramsey's a bitch. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there, man. I'm sick of this dude. You said no one's saying it, huh? Yeah. Like, first off, like, who fights to fight a kicker? <laughs> Yo, someone needed to talk to Gold, though. All that shit he's been doing pregame and all been that shit. For 20 years. I don't care. I'm never okay. letting that shit ride. That's fine. So That's fine. I, I, don't, I don't know if you should be. My fault. I don't know if you should be punking, dude, like, in the middle of the – like, after a field goal. Come on, man. But all that pregame shit, him lining up and kicking through my, like – I love it. Announcements, bro, there's um, – that shit's never – he's never getting that off if I'm around. Shout out, shout out, uh, he's, shout out, shout out, Robbie Gold. He's never getting that off. I, I can't – I still don't even understand how they're letting him get that off. Yeah. He's kicking through uh, pregame intros and shit. Bro, go up oh. – go grab his tee. Break it in half. Yeah, sure. And kick his ball into this fifteenth row. That's fine, but don't fight kickers. It's just yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to get in kickers' face. And then he talk all that shit, and you drop that pick too. So that that was just that was kind of just like funny for me. Hey, real quick, I've been distracted. What is this ESPN Kobe Bryant thing you got over your shoulder? What is that? Oh, it's uh, um, it's they dropped like in a. I'll, I'll grab it for you. Hold on. It's like an extraordinary. They just. It's like a recap. Okay. Uh, I just I'm let just, me see yeah. if my headphones will stretch this far. It was just it was just catching my eye. I want you to bring down the whole bookshelf though. No, you good. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Yeah, it's like that's dope. Show, yeah, and it's just like a bunch of um like that's the back. Yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of just like stories and pics. It's just an ESPN uh like a commemorative, you know. Fucks with it. Showing them love. Um, so I'll put it back later. Yeah, so that was just my, my two cents on Ramsey. I just feel like he, he talks a lot. He's a great player, though. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like the shit when he punched his teammate in the, in the game either. I thought that was kind of wild. Um, or smacked him or whatever he did. I, think, he, I think sometimes he gets a little too, too much love. Yeah, a lot. He got fried last week in Tampa. Yes, yes. I mean, he got fried. Yes. So – and he so he gets a little bit – Yeah, he's getting Really, really up. good. I yeah. get it, but – I've seen him on multiple occasions get fried as well, so he could he could probably dial it back a little bit for sure. But anyways, we got Rams, Bengals. Um, going to be very very interesting. What's your know, initial What's your initial thought on that? I mean, you said it yesterday, man. I don't. I, every week I want to go against Burrow, and every week I get proven wrong. So I don't know where I'm at, man. Yeah, the Rams it, on paper are so much better than this team. Um. But man, the Rams have also their their two playoff games. The Rams have played have not been impressive to me, 
right? Like, I yeah. mean, they, they 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 haven't impressed me. They almost blew blew the fucking Tampa Bay game last week, and yeah. they needed a shitty Garoppolo to win this game. And they so were down, like, and they were down seventeen seven at the crib going into the fourth. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like they're coming out smacking folks around. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go. All right, you ready? I got you. We'll go Rams twenty seven, Bengals twenty four. 27-24 Rams. That's not bad. I'm I'm not mad at that. That at sounds about right. Do they get any points for being at the crib or no? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe I guess maybe a little bit just because they don't have to bed. travel. You, you yeah. put your team in a hotel for that? Yes, that week for sure. Uh, yeah, at the crib. I mean, Families I in town. Yeah, no, we're at a hotel. I don't yeah, that's a good question. I don't know what they would do in that we're spot. I think you would have to. At yeah, least the day of or day before. Dog, your whole entire everybody you know is that nah. Yeah, I would your do, whole life. I would treat it like a regular Super Bowl week and have them uh, in hotels by Sunday, which just is a tough sell. Doing, yeah, yeah, but it's just too much. You need them like yeah, you need them fully locked in. Yeah, it's in LA too. I wonder what the Bucks did last year. Yeah, that's a good question. Tom was at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom. You said Tom was. <laughs> I'll see you guys at the game. I've been here 10 times. I, I, there's so many fucking media days I can do. Yeah, yeah. I'll meet right, you guys yeah. at. What time are yeah. we supposed Sunday, to be there? Sunday 5. All right, I'll see y'all. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Yeah, I'll, be there. I'll be there at 2 to get taped up. Yeah. Don't great. trip. Sure. Another game. We'll, we'll, play a quick, we'll play a quick 18, and then I'll be out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking nah, of. Yeah, so, yeah, we can move to Tom, too, man. I want. This is my, my big thing. Like Nick just said, Tom Brady announced his retirement officially on Instagram. Is that the first place he put it? That's where he announced it? Yeah, which I thought is what he was going to do anyways because I thought when the reports came out and it was just like a report, I was like, there's no way Tom Brady is retiring with a report. Like, Tom is going to want to say his piece. You know what I mean? So, like, I think for sure he was retiring. Um, I know you said that you didn't think he was. We started talking about family and all that shit. And then he yeah. released this this ESPN miniseries and all that shit. This was very like end of the roadish for Tom. Um, oh, I see. I didn't even think about that. You're saying that he like knew. Yeah. I, well, I just think the, the plans were in motion to do it, right? Like maybe something could have changed his mind, and and that's fine. I don't think he owes that explanation to anybody. But I think he was kind of setting up to retire. Um, I just didn't see it because he played, he played so, so fucking, fucking good. good. It's crazy. So well, you know what I mean. So <laughs> I, I figured. Yards. <laughs> I figured it was like, I guess if, listen, I guess it's just the like, the, it, it is a real grind, man. They added another fucking game to the schedule. Goddamn. You know what I mean? Yeah. The grind is crazy. I already, I already smacked up Belichick, proved that to him that he's not that man. I'm the reason he got all those rings. Yeah. I, I, I left that. it, did that, <laughs> put egg on Belichick's face. So I'm done with that. And. That's it, man. I saw that report about the signing bonus. I wonder what happens with that. He gets oh, yeah. paid. It was, it was the fourth, right? He gets paid today. like fifteen or sixteen million yeah, 15 in a week million. or some was, shit. No, it was on the fourth. I thought he had to still be on the roster. Yeah. If I'm him, I'm calling the Bucks and be like, "Look, I'm not. We're not getting into semantics and all this. Give my fifteen million and let's yeah. keep it moving." I came he, here and did exactly what the fuck I was supposed to do. He he hundred <laughs> he hundred percent cleared that up. Yes. Um, if they're gonna be petty on his fifteen, yeah, that's wild. They hundred thirty. They hundred percent cleared that up. <laughs> yeah, very clear. But my my thing was, I didn't really listen. I understand. Well, first of all, really quick, I think it's kind of crazy that he announced it on IG. Like, I thought he would have a presser or something. 
Like, yo, we know what he's going to say, but yeah. Brady has a presser at 2 p.m. at this location, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I didn't think that he would – Maybe and maybe he'll have a presser later on. But, yeah, I expected him to, you know, have some type of presser, some type of love before he just, like, sent out an IG post. My my other thing, bro, is I get yo Schefter. I get it's your job to break 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 news. I get it's your job to have scoops and let them fly as soon as possible. And you know, I'm sure his thought process is if I don't do it, somebody else is going to report it. I know Jeff Darlington. That's your job. Break news. I get it. There got to be some type of respect here, man. Like, rating. miss this scoop. Yeah, drop it. Miss one scoop, bro. Like, I'm not going to – I don't want to be the guy, like, that's coming out like, oh, yeah, by the way, reports tell me that Brady's retired. Prematurely breaking Tom Brady's retirement, yeah, not, not giving him the chance to retire yeah, on his own. He's, he's done enough for the game. Right. Like, let him retire. Yeah. Let him come out and say that he's not going to play anymore. And – I'm sure he didn't like that. I'd be interested to see, like, who leaked that on him. But, yeah, I mean, of course I would have to imagine that he didn't appreciate that. No. But I don't know, man. That rubbed me the wrong way. I think that's, like, the classic, like, take taking the human element out of the shit. Well, and, and it's he like had- – that's, like, the I'm just doing my job shit. And it's like, bro, put the human element in. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Let him fucking – yo, or – do something like, hey, when are you planning on announcing this so I could I, – I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I don't know the details on it, but it sounds like he got the scoop and just came out and dropped it. And if you're ESPN, who Tom clearly has a relationship with, because, again, he just gave you this ESPN Plus miniseries, it's like, yo, reach out to him. Yo, this is what we're hearing. Like, yo, and, and he'll tell you, like, yo, ice that. Yo, and – yo, and – I just gave you all eight hours of content. Just ice that for me real quick. You know what I mean? If you don't like, announce it. By this date, we're going to have to – we can't sit on it any We can't longer. sit on it. Fine. But I'm you going through my saying? process. I'm on vacation right now. I'm kicking it with Giselle. We're in Ibiza. Right. Like, just give me a couple days. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. man, like, this is the best – this is this guy This guy has all the records, it's, has yeah. seven Super Bowls, and he can't, even, he can't even retire on his own terms because of the internet, Twitter, instant satisfaction – gratification everyone wants from everything it's like it's just i don't know man didn't feel right man felt felt extremely corny and very whack Whack. just whack Whack. like that's whack and that's and and for me as a fan that's not how i want to hear about brady's retirement either like yeah Yeah. i I don't i don't need yeah i don't i don't need the uh the reports unconfirmed by him reports like that man to your point like has done enough to be able to announce his own retirement and move on and ride off to the sunset right. while he so pleases. So. Yo, you want to tell me Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver first? Cool. That's fine. Cool. Like, Great. let my man retire, dog. Yeah, like, yeah. Come that on, is, man. That shit is corny. Yeah, for So, real. as we, uh, we kind of look back, 15-time Pro Bowl, three-time three time All-Pro, that's it? What, what, what were these All-Pro teams being made? The, all te- the All-Pro team shit yeah, is tough because this usually – I think it's only two quarterbacks. Okay, well, I don't know. If your All-Pro team doesn't include Tom Brady – Yo, pull year, that up, actually. Ooh, I can pull who, it up too. Yeah, Steve can pull that up, but I'll keep giving you the, the record. Seven yeah. time Super Bowl champ, three time NFL MVP, five time Super Bowl MVP, and pretty much every other thing you can imagine. Every passing record you could possibly imagine. Touchdowns, 
in his last year, this year, which I think is crazy, threw for the second most touchdowns he's ever thrown for with 43, threw for 5,300 yards, which is the most yards he's ever thrown for, most completions he's ever had, and the most attempts that he's ever had. Tom Brady, career record, 243 and 73. Wow. 243 and 73. Do you know what his worst season as a starter record is? Uh, nine and seven. Nine and seven is the year after they won the first Super Bowl. Yeah, I remember that. Other than that, he never had a year that they didn't win double digit games as a starting quarterback. Yeah, Look, that's man. crazy. Like, listen, I don't talk about Belichick, talk about the Patriot way, talk about all these other things that people What was like his to first say. year with the Pats? Oh, two. 11, 11 and three in 2001. Okay, so let's go to. Okay, so so like this is what it no, is. No, wait, one of those All Pro years was this year. So he's only made. So prior to this year, he only made one All Pro team. So this is the thing: first team All Pro is only one quarterback in each. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? So like going back to O2, can There's you a guess? Team All Pro too. Isn't there? Yeah, they're second team. But that, that's, like the, NBA, that's the yeah. other quarterback. It's like there's yeah. two quarterbacks. Yeah. So first team All Pro in O2. Manning, Rich Manning, Gannon, Manning. Brett Favre. Shout out Rich Gannon. Yo. That was when Rich Gannon had that crazy year with uh, the Raiders, right? He won MVP. Yeah, this is – man, this is our heyday back then. L listen to these running backs. First team all pro on offense. Priest Holmes, Ricky God. Williams, Tiki Barber, Deuce McAllister. Loved Priest Holmes. Listen to the wideouts. T.O., Marvin Harrison, Randy Moss. Don't Hey, 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 hey. T.O. who? Terrell Owens. No, T.O. and who? Who was the second person? Number 88 um, on the Colts oh, is what we oh, call him. Yeah, chill. yeah, 88. 88, chill. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. We're sorry. 88, 88. I want to be, be able to go to Philly peacefully, bro. Yeah, chill. 88. My fault. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> then it's Jeremy Shockey, Tony Gonzalez. Okay, Jeremy Shockey. Shout out no, Jeremy I like Shockey. this. I like this. Hold, Hold on. on. I don't want to get. 2002? That's 2002. So, like, let's see who is in the AFC. 2003. Give me Peyton a year. Manning. Let's see if we can Look, guess the quarterback. Peyton Manning, Steve McNair. RIP. RIP, uh, yeah, Eric McNair. So then, so then again, 2004. Yes, there's no second team on this list. It's just Peyton Manning. And by the way, Peyton, Peyton Manning, Manning was, was in there every year. Well, Peyton Manning was is the is the best regular season all-time quarterback. Like, his numbers in the regular season are crazy. He choked a bunch in the playoffs. Yeah, he choked but everything in the playoffs. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, second team in 05. Another guy that skates away with only really running one Super Bowl is paid, man. Don't don't Look, touch the Denver Super Bowl either. His arm was falling off. Yeah. <laughs> 2006 is Drew Brees and um, Peyton Manning. I mean, like, if we're keeping it real, the three MVPs is crazy. But it's like every – it's one of those things. It just shows you how hard it is to win these individual one-year awards. Yeah. But the thing with Tommy's in the conversation for 25 years, so. Yeah, it's it's Peyton Manning or Drew Brees that were taking all his slots. But if you look at all the third and MVP, so I'm looking here in 2003 MVP third and 2004 MVP third. Won it Man, in 2000. Peyton Manning looks like he was like eight time first team All Pro. Yeah, Tom Brady is a better quarterback. Yeah, he is. And it's not even a hot take at this point. You can't don't. I don't want to hear Manning Brady talk. I don't want to really want to hear anybody Brady. I get it. Aaron Rodgers is the most talented. Patrick Mahomes might go down as the most ridiculous, but at the end of the day, Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all time. 2017, before this last one was his last one, and it was him and Carson Wentz. Tom Brady's the greatest team sports athlete of all time. Yeah, literally. No, I, I, we, we can't 
he was 43 years old and switched teams and won Super Bowl in a new conference. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Went to a new team and just like, oh, all right, that's nah, fucking. It also it, listen. It also shows the power of being able to select your situation. That's why I think a lot of these guys, especially the young guys, and I know it's very difficult and it's it could really backfire on you. But try your best to just leverage out where you can or cannot, you know, where you can go and where you won't go. Like well, I'm just not going there to play because well, it's his because it's a wasteland. But isn't I'm his not, whole career actually the opposite me? of that? He didn't really have control of the situation until last year. Yeah, but he was with the best coach in the league. He don't want it. Where else would he where, – and they're winning. Where else was he – where does he want to yeah. go? You know what I'm yeah. saying? So then when he's tired of dealing with him – And he has six rings. And he has six rings. He's like, let me go hand select a spot that has a great young D, a coach that will let me do whatever I want, a, a young offensive mind in left which like – and I'm gonna go get Gronk. They got tons of weapons on the edge. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll go play there. And lost three. And the three Super Bowls he lost were all on goofy shit. Yeah. Well, look. No, help, don't do help. that. No, no, no. I mean, no, no. Don't he, do that because yeah, he done got some fluky shit to he get a couple fluky, rings too. too. So that shit evens out. You well, know we what got, I'm saying? We got we got helmet catches. We got Philly specials. Um, Philly specials. Hel- well, they, no, they lost Black, the they Black, lost that to the game. Philly yeah, just beat them. Yeah, Philly did. That was but, a great, the best game game plan of all time by Doug Peterson, who can't coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was they, man. Yeah, that was they really outplayed his, his, those his best day ever. Yeah, um, but you know, you had the shit that happened with Seattle, the pick, and two you, Eli. You, you Manning. had the Falcons just absolutely implode. Yeah, Shanahan, that's my guy, but he imploded. So yeah, you won, you won one against Jared Goff. Yeah, then you have that's probably the worst <laughs> Super Bowl in history. Yeah, that was a thirteen to three. That Super Bowl stunk. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. So yeah, then you beat Jared Goff. So like, yeah, there's a couple in there where it's like it's tough. Jared Goff got to be sick watching the first year they I leave. Mean, he goes right. They go right back. He's like, you know, as far as Jared Goff's concerned, Matthew Stafford hasn't done more than him yet. If they don't win, hey, look, hey, look. If if the whole thing was we need to advance the program, right? The furthest that they've been, I get the last couple of years they've fallen up short, but this team has been the NFC representative in the Super Bowl. So if Stafford doesn't win, right? Sure. And they never win a Super Bowl with this Stafford Rams situation, you didn't do anything. You just mm. kept your team really good. But if you don't win, a, yeah, you've already lost one. So it's not like oh, you didn't get over a hump. You're back to where you were. So let's not forget that. Like, if they had lost that game, I'm looking back on that and be like, you gave all that up to be a game behind where you were? Yeah. That's interesting. JM said, y'all like Rams minus four or nah? Man, I would have I don't, to. I don't, I don't like the four. I like I like it at three. And I don't, I don't, I don't like it at three and a half either, so. <laughs> yeah, feel, anything more than field goal sucks. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, exactly. This, this, this playoffs has been all about getting, getting got by the hook, so. If it's minus four, then the money line's got to be minus 200. Yeah. Something like that. Minus 190, minus 190, 195, 200. Yeah, I don't like them that much. Oh, that's tough. Listen, yo, you know what's always funny is like I was sitting there the other day and I was like, I could never give up. Um, Like we were, I was going back and forth with David Tyree in the studio. We were arguing and he's like, man, I like the Rams, but I can't give up three and a half. And I'm like, so then why don't you take the Niners? 
like, no, I can't take the Niners either. It's like, <laughs> it's like, nah, 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 I can't do that either. So it's always away, interesting. Like, you hear, I was talking to someone recently. They were like, gung-ho. Like, how could you ever give up uh, seven against Burrow and Cincy? They're hot, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I feel you. Like, so how many, how many Bengals, seven plus seven tickets you got in your pocket? He's like, oh, I don't have none. I'm like, yeah, no, okay. Then. <laughs> you do do that shit, though, because even yeah. when I'm on you with the chat and some of these picks, I'm like, dog, how the fuck could you take Zach yeah. Wilson? Like, oh, so you took the Patriots? I'm like, yeah. nah, but still, no. like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, so it's tough because it's like, if, if just, well, well this, is, cause this is what I mean. Don't, don't, don't drill me and say, how, eat, how could you ever do this? Just tell me it's a, the line is set perfectly and you're staying away, but you're leaning a certain. Just that, uh, man. I can't. Blah, 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 blah. So you have Bengals ticket? Yeah. No, I don't have no Bengals ticket. Be like, quiet. All right, what is? Let's, yeah, let's you talking? A little, you going? You going a little too off the rails right now, there, my also, man. Also, I think JM is our guy. J Money. Shout out J Money. J Money. You leaning towards? Oh, the is Rams. that Medard? <laughs> I think it's thinking Medard. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um. No, I, I think I'm staying away. I told you guys the other day, man. This I don't want any part of this game. Hey, let's talk about Odell real quick before we get into the NBA. So he was right. Yeah. Well, His yeah, father Baker, was right. Baker Mayfield sucks. Everything was like they were right. But this, that's that's an, that proves my other point about what I was just talking about. Bro, if you're in a situation, get up out of it. Hey, I'm, get me out of here, man. I'm yeah. too talented. I can contribute somewhere. Get me out of here. Why am I? I'm rotting here. Get well, me out of here. And he was putting up crazy numbers with Eli Manning as his quarterback. So, yeah, that, that means Baker must really suck. Because Eli, so you know what I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shut yeah, up, no. Man. So that's like it's not a situation, but I'm happy for him, man. He's been doing his thing. He's still very talented. It just this is why it's so important to have the coach that you want and can yeah. and can get shit rocking. Because he changed everything for them. McVeigh changed everything for golf. McVeigh changed golf's life. McVeigh changed Stafford's life. McVay changed Cooper Cup's life. McVay changed OBJ's life. He's getting all those guys to rock in really good positions and in really good spots. For That's sure. it. Like Cooper Cup is not Cooper Cup without that system that he's got going over there. He is cold though. He yeah, he's nice. And uh, and I'm not saying that, but man, McVay gets him the ball and open. gets him in really good situations where He's I don't open. get how he keeps getting open. That's the, but like he's, that's, wide, he's wide open. But that's why you go tap in with the coach and Stafford. Like oh, this man's dude. had like 175 catches this year, and he's still wide open. This dude's open all the time. All the, he's all the time open. So he's always open. So that who does that like? Who, who 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 does that like? Who, off top, can you think of anybody like that? Where it's just like, why the fuck is this guy like? A lot of guys make tough catches or make like spectacular routes, but yeah. Cup just seems to always be open in some space, and I don't, I don't get it. Well, this is the thing. Like, that's what I mean, though. That's why I think a lot of it is is Team. he's getting it. He's and I'm not I'm not degrading Cup's talent in any at all, but he's in really good spots. He's on the edge. He's in the slot. He's in the screen game. They're getting him the ball in all types of different ways. He makes people miss. He led the league yards after catch. He does his thing. But man, like he is always in really really good positions, and Stafford seems to be putting it on him. In really good spots. Uh, the the difference, like a perfect example of the difference is like, what's a good example of a guy that 
Like Devontae Adams is another situation where they get him in really good spots, but he's more beating guys to yeah, death. He's beating off guys. the line. Yeah. Get, he's people are trying to jam him. They can't yeah. touch him. Yeah. And yeah. then Rodgers is hitting him. I when I see Cup, he's all Open. over the field, lined up everywhere, and he's in space all the time. So I'm trying to think of a guy that is like covered, but you can't stick him. Right. I don't know. Chase is probably up there. But yeah, I don't know. It's 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 the scheme over there is really really dope for sure. Um, real quick on the Brady thing, not even on Brady, but obviously Gronk is going to retire today, probably right after sure. Gronk. Gronk's post comes right after Tom Brady, <laughs> and I respect that. But so on the radio, I was Waddle on the radio yesterday said that Gronk is the best tight end ever. Would you say I, numbers wise, it's not going to bear out, but um, just eye test wise, I know you're the biggest. You're a huge Gronk guy because you're like yeah. yo. Whenever Brady needs a first down or a big play, Gronk has always been available. Remember the sideline catch and uh, what Super Bowl was that? Fuck man, it wasn't the one with against the Rams. Oh, you're talking the- about when he went up the side. Yeah, and it was like Brady needed a first down. Yeah. And Gronk's up the side, like hobbled Gronk. Like yeah, just. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. First of all, he got destroyed his whole career, his legs, his knees. Yeah, yeah. and I don't. I, I on off the top of my head. I don't know if I've ever seen Gronk drop a pass. No. Like, and he's a he, great blocker, too. Great, like, uh, he, he, great elite blocker, blocker. Yeah. Doesn't drop anything and has had fun. I love Gronk. The best ever is tough because, I mean, look, dude, Tony he's Gonzalez, right there. With Antonio Tony Gates. Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, Shannon Sharp. Like, those dudes are all monsters at the tight end spot. And he doesn't put up the numbers of a Kelsey or a Waller or those type guys. Kelsey's, but it's like, Kelsey's numbers are insane. Kelsey's numbers are crazy. Waller catches 100 balls a year. But I think with Gronk, like, just uh, he's been Tom Brady. Like, yeah, if you ask Brady, like, Gronk has to be the favorite person he's ever thrown the ball to. They're him and Welker because he's just done. He's Whenever Tom needs those big plays, red zone, whatever it is, Gronk just seems like you're right. He catches everything. His catch radius is massive because he he's so big. Everything. He catches everything no matter where you put it, too, because you can just put it anywhere. And he just boxes some people out. Like, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, no doubt. One of them, I think Welker's on a staff that was in the playoffs this year. I can't remember who is I he? saw. That yeah, look still up, knows his name. Look up where who Welker coaches. I think it might be Buffalo. Didn't, he have, didn't they force him to retire? Or it might be Cincinnati. I literally saw him on the sideline the other day. They said he was an assistant coach for the Texans. He used to be. Uh, Maybe I'm making that up. I thought I saw Welker on the sideline the other day, like recently, in the playoffs. No. I made that up. So, uh, oh, he's a wide receiver coach for the Niners. There you go, for the Niners. Yeah, okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, because I'm I'm looking at my – oh, that's Wes. Yeah, he had a backwards cap, well. had a headset on. I'm like, oh, that's Wes. Dog, that so, guy was nice. Man, Wes was really good offensive player, man. Never really got good. a ring. Him and Randy, what a tragedy. The, the fact that Brady has six rings or seven rings and Wes Welker and Randy Moss don't have one is a tragedy. He didn't win one with Russ? Wes? Wes Welker never won a ring. 2007 to 2012. Wow. He didn't. I would have swore that Wes Welker yeah. got a ring with them. And then and then Edelman has like three. Yeah, Edelman's got a bunch. <laughs> Shout out Julian Edelman. That's yeah. his guy, too. <laughs> Edelman's got that's, like three. That's boy. <laughs> and Wes never got one. It's a tra- it's actually tragic. That's crazy. All because that stretch of him from like 07 to 12 was insane. Yeah, he was catching He everything. was putting up like 135 catches a, uh, a year. So, it is crazy how much Belichick was just like, yeah, I'm not going to get you any, any receipt. We, we tried Randy. 
I'm not going to get you any receivers after that. I'm never going to get you a primetime receiver ever again. Especially after he saw what happened with Randy. Like, yeah, Randy put up ridiculous yeah, number. Randy, 22 touchdowns. Randy had, yeah, exactly. 58. They had 50 <laughs> touchdowns and 22. Yeah. He, yeah, Brady threw for 50 touchdowns and Moss I think, had 22. I think Moss had 22 touchdown receptions yeah. that year. So, all right, let's, let's, let's get up out of here with some NBA talk. Your boy, James. James. John, John Morant's must-see TV. Don't forget it every night. Every single night. I watched Turn that game last night, even though Cut they it lost. Out. Incredible. Stop playing. You're, yeah. you're missing it. And we've been Ja guys here. We've been telling you all about Ja Morant, man. Yes. They uh, they took the L last night, but Ja continues to go crazy and just really fun basketball. My guy, Big Waz, over on um, the, the Ringer, I work with him on a couple other things. Before the year, he or earlier this year, he said, "Man, Ja is out there playing with a bunch of nobodies, like a bunch of regular dudes, and he's doing this." Yeah. Would you? Now that we're a little, we're about halfway, we're about midpoint. Desmond Bain is. Uh, Desmond Bain is nice. It's CJ McCollum, I guess. Yeah, he's cold. <laughs> <laughs> so he he's he's out there getting bat. He's out there getting baskets. So what would you? How what? How would? How do you? How do you dissect that squad? Because, like, they're clearly the second-best team in the West right now, right? Yeah, and Triple J is an elite on the defensive end and a yeah. pretty good offensive player, too. Sure. So I think he's got some talent around him, but he has nowhere near what some of these other teams have. Like, he doesn't have – he's not paired with that big-time perimeter scorer that's going for 25-26, right? He doesn't have a big that's getting you 25-30 points per game. He doesn't have that second guy to really shoulder that offensive load. Instead, he has a bunch of guys who are really good who can contribute on any given night. So you look at a Desmond Bain. Um, when, is Brooks back yet? No, he's in yet. and out, right? He yeah, Dylan Brooks, when night. he comes back yeah. around, he's got crazy confidence. Um, they got three bucket getters. They got your boy Steven Adams, who's a vet. Who they got Desmond Bain. Yeah, Desmond they Bain. Dylan Brooks, and then they have John Morant. Yeah. All three of them can get you baskets. Then they have Jaron Jackson Jr., who protects the rim, does anything he wants to do down there on defense. And then he'll knock down some of the ugliest jumpers you've ever seen. Brandon Clark, solid, solid defender. Yeah, man. So they're interesting squad. Slow mo, slow mo Kyle Anderson. You know what I mean? The, the Anthony Melton, that dude has some games where he's yeah. open too. So yeah, it's an interesting squad. I don't know how far they're gonna go, but like I told you at the beginning of the year, I told you this is my team that you don't want to play on a Tuesday night. Well, the, and then I think them, especially too, in a seven game series, is gonna be yeah. really interesting. It's, like it's they're really, gonna be playing their ass off in a seven game. Yeah, like really well coached team. Shout out our boy Taylor Jenkins. Um, <laughs> big love. We got to get him on the pod somehow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I think and that team just keeps rolling, man. Like it's an interesting year again yeah. in the NBA, man, especially out west because look that that Joe Ingles injury is massive to Utah. Man. Ingles out for the year. That's 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 it for them. Like that he is yeah. so important to what they do. They're such like a machine that when you take out one of those parts, it's hard. And he's good. Like he's, he's very really, good. He's very, very good. Good defender, yeah. good shooter. Like, yeah. he does a lot for them. Um, So, I think that kind of takes them out of it. What you mean? Difference. There's more shots for my guy. Who, uh, Jordan Clarkson? Clarkson. Hot potato? He, Hot Clarkson, Clarkson hey. low-key cracked a smile when he heard that shit. Folks, that's like the balls too. <laughs> he, acts like the, he acts like the balls fresh out the oven. He lets that motherfucker go immediately. Yeah, that ball is an is a explosive. <laughs> yeah, like, get this out and of the my head. And the time is ticking yeah, on that. The time is ticking. I need to put it in the net. <laughs> oh. But, again, we talked about it last year with him. That's the role that they've carved out for him, yeah. and it's worked out perfectly because yeah. they don't have a whole bunch of high-volume scorers outside yeah. of Mitchell. So it's like, hey, Clarkson, when you come in, do you. This is what yeah, you want to do. Yeah, because you have to have a man. You, 
you have to have a mentality to do like to be That's like that. Tough. Yeah, because they're like, gonna go they're, one for sixteen. Like, you could even tell guys to go out and shoot like that, and they still wouldn't do it. They get nervous. Like, so they miss a few. The, he has the mentality of like, I'm going down and I'm firing on your ass. No problem. Don't Jordan trip. Clarkson only remembers the shots he makes. Yes. Facts. Jordan Clarkson only remembers the shots he makes. And a lot Facts. of guys think about their misses. Jordan Clarkson's one for 16. He's like, yeah, but I hit one, though. Yeah. I'm one for one. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm so, saying? Like, so I'm good. Um, so I think that gives them a blow. Um, the Golden State thing, like when they get back healthy, obviously they're going to be tough. But I already told you how I feel about Phoenix out the West. So I think Memphis has a chance to make some noise. Like yeah. Luka, is he going to wear down come playoff time? Probably. We've seen that every year. Yeah. I love the Minnesota Timberwolves. I don't think that they're going to, you know, threaten anybody in the playoffs. So it's really Phoenix, Golden State, and Memphis in the West. In the West. Everybody else has too many issues. And it's one of those things where it's like, and it's crazy that we don't even talk about the Lakers. That's how fucking bad they are. Yeah, no, they are. They're terrible. They're awful. But it's one of those things where you're like, ah, Memphis is solid. Memphis is good. It's like, hey, man, don't like open your eyes. They're thirty-five and eighteen, and they win every <laughs> other night. Like yeah. they, <laughs> they're they're like sixteen and three. I think they've covered in sixteen of their last nineteen. Like yeah. it's one of those things where like, yo, good story, man. They're solid. Like. They're they're cool, whatever. Like, yeah. nah, bro. This is one of the best teams in the league. <laughs> that was like Cleveland. I think Cleveland covered like 18 of their first like 25 games. It was something ridiculous. Like everybody yeah. was like, if you just bet Cleveland the first two months of the year, you'd be rich. Yeah. But exactly. um, yeah, no, I'm I, I'm I'm good with Memphis, man. Like, I think they can make some noise in the playoffs. I don't think this is just a feel-good story. Um, again, I still think the Phoenix is gonna come out the West. Um, but Memphis is gonna make some noise. I'm gonna this have to get be some, some tickets rollover. on that. You you could probably get some and look, hey, the reason, so that's funny you say that. If you get a good number on Memphis, I would a thousand percent take them because I just go back to the Toronto year. And I know that they had Kawhi Leonard and he was transcendent. But when fluky shit happens, you never know who's going to win. Right. And the last shit opens up the last three years, we have seen. Three teams or teams make it to the finals that we had no expectation of them making it, whether it be the heat. Right. Whether it be the uh, the Suns. And uh, who was it the uh, the other year that I'm blanking on? Who did the the the, the Lakers beat the Heat and the Raptors, Raptors right? Yeah. Because of fluky shit. So the last three years, there's three teams at the beginning of the year you would have said no way these guys are making it to the NBA Finals that did because of fluky shit that happened. So if you can get a good number on Memphis, fuck yeah, to Memphis win the West is plus twelve hundred to win the West to win the West. Oh yeah, I'm, I would yeah. Golden no, State, they're a, they're a Chris Paul injury away from that happening. Golden State is plus two twenty five. The Suns are plus two thirty. Utah is still plus five hundred. The Lakers are still plus eight hundred. So you, and then Memphis is plus twelve hundred. So everything you said means that we should all be getting Memphis tickets right now. I mean, that's great value. Plus twelve hundred is yeah. If I mean, the name the of thing. the game is hunting value, then that's value. But uh, but uh, but but what I'm saying no, is that's, on it. But that's the thing, right? That's the thing, though. That's still everyone's everyone's thought process on Memphis is like, oh, that good story, man. They've been playing really well. But, like, win the West. Come on, man. Cut it out. Stop it. Yeah, but it, it's just like the same thing with the Bengals. It's like, great story, man. This is great. They keep winning. Wow. Win, go, win the AFC. Never. Plus, plus 1,200 on Memphis to win the West is incredible value. Yeah. So, it's there. It's so $100, $100 on it and don't even think about it, dude. It's there for you if you want it. It's Memphis there. Grizzlies plus 1,200. I don't let these boys so, keep winning. That's probably the best you're going to get it at for the rest of the year, too. So, And to talk about the East, the Nets are plus 130 to win the East. The Bucks are plus 320. And then the Heat are plus 550. And then you got the Sixers fourth at plus 850. Guess what the Bulls are to win the East? 
Good next. Plus nine, nine twenty, nine twenty five. Yeah, like plus eleven hundred. So Cleveland's plus three thousand. The thing with the East. And I was looking at this yesterday. Do you know that? So if you go to the West, right? One through 10, there's 20 games separating. Yeah. In the East, one no, through it's, 10, it's, it's like three, seven and a half games. games. Literally, yeah. Atlanta has been trash, but they're a hot streak away from being third or fourth in the East. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a couple teams going five and five. Like they're a nine and one stretch and yeah. a Cleveland five and five stretch away from being third or fourth in the East. Like the East is so wide open. And yeah. you really can't look at it and be like, that's the team. Other than probably Milwaukee, just because they're the defending champs. And I think that they're kind of just chilling. They're not chilling in the regular season, but they're not. They know why they're here. You know yeah. what I mean? That we talked um, about that. Yeah. yeah. Like, they know why they're here. Yeah. And they've won a lot of regular season games over the last few years, and they know what that gets you. So, they're like, hey, look, the playoffs are different beasts. So, the way it's shaping out, man, like, one through six in the East is two games. Two games. Yeah. Like, and these teams are good. Like, look, man, Cleveland was a feel-good story at the beginning of the year, but kind of like Memphis, yeah. when it's 50 games in and these teams are still winning, they're good right. teams. <laughs> right, that's what I mean. You know what like, that's what I'm saying like, about Remember Memphis. Phoenix last year? Everybody's like, oh, yeah, Phoenix, good story, good story, good story. Yeah. But then we get to game 72 last year, and these guys are like 55 and 17. It's like, guess what? No, this wasn't a good story. This is a good team. Yeah. So with Cleveland, it's like, hey, after 50 games, I don't know what else you need to see if you're not convinced. With Memphis after 53 games, I don't know what else you need to see if you're not convinced. The Bulls, 50 games. At that 50-game mark, if you're still performing, these are good basketball teams. Right. Yeah. Say less. Say less. We'll leave it there. <laughs> let's go to let's close it out with James Harden. James. He wants to go to Philly? Is that the apparently he wants he, out of New York? So he wants report, out of New York. He's disgruntled. Report came out last week that James Harden has expressed that he well, first off, he's not signing. Any extension with Brooklyn right now, which they said is up for $60 million a year. So he would be the first <laughs> player to sign for $60 million a year. So obviously something's not right if he's not signing that. But the report said a couple things. One, doesn't like living in New York, which doesn't surprise me. I understand that. He's I've a California guy like who's York, from stuff. Houston. or a California guy who's lived in Houston, Oklahoma City, been around the warm weather. Says he doesn't like the weather and doesn't like the taxes. And if you're James, it's like, yeah, hey, look, do I want to sign for $60 million in New York, give 25 of it back in taxes, and another 15 to live? Well, in a place no. I don't want to be? In a place I don't want to be, like I spent all this money to live here? Doesn't like that. Doesn't like Steve Nash's late-game rotations. I guess Steve Nash prefers to go with, like, a hot hand late rotation as opposed to firm rotations. Mm -hmm. And James doesn't like that because you don't really know who you're going to be playing with towards the end of the game. Yeah. And then, shocker. He's looking at the Kyrie situation and saying, what the fuck is going on here? Yo, what? Remember James against the Bucks last year was playing on like a broken leg pretty much? Like he, he was he was hobbling up and down the court. Yeah. Right. Playing hurt, all this type of stuff. And I know James has had some 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 missteps. He showed up to camp about 30 pounds overweight last <laughs> year, but he was trying to fix his situation. Showed yeah. up this year overweight, but still showed up. But yeah. he's looking at the Kyrie situation and saying, man, what's going on? If KD goes down, I got to go out and score 60 to maybe have us have a chance to win. If yeah. we get into a seven-game series, this guy's going to be there half the time. I want to win a championship. I came here to win a championship. So but I'll deal the favorites with in the East. So what? So do you okay? But do you uh, do you have any confidence in the three of these guys playing together in the playoffs? I don't. I have yeah. zero confidence no. in it. Well, I have I think, zero confidence that these guys are ever going to play a full playoff series together. My my issue with it is, had you never been to New York before? When before you moved over there? Yeah. 
Have you never been there? Didn't you pick? Didn't you want to go to the Nets? Houston is cheap. New York. The taxes didn't the change. Taxes vicious. The taxes <laughs> didn't change in the last twelve months. The weather didn't either. The weather didn't either. So, like, I guess you actually got a real taste of it, and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can. Yeah, go visiting there is great, but yeah, living I'm there is cool. a whole another story. But I just feel like that's something that you could have figured out before. Just like Kawhi. Kawhi's like, I'm going to L.A., dog. That's it. I don't yeah. care what nobody say. I got I got a chipper for y'all Co- in Toronto. A couple, a couple, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> get me up out of here, man. Yeah, get me out of here. I'm playing ball in L.A., and that's it. And matter of fact, I'm going to live in San Diego on you motherfuckers. Yeah. And I'm going to make my way to L.A. I'll get, and I'm I'll probably going to be late. Yep. So that's what it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like that's it right like so that that doesn't surprise me but i feel like it's like didn't you know that i think the big thing is i think more than anything it has to be this it's the Kyrie Kyrie in the basketball i think it's the Kyrie and the basketball. It's the, the basketball it, stuff. The, 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 not, the not having set rotations, I can see how that's going to fuck with James Harden, whose job it is. He's a point guard for the team, right? So he yeah. doesn't know what's going on. And the Kyrie thing. Like, KD's probably not going to say shit because KD doesn't really say shit. But we know James. James says shit. He yeah. doesn't say shit directly, but what James is feeling always gets out there. It got yeah. out there in Houston. He didn't Somehow. say shit. He didn't say shit till that last press conference. Remember that last press conference when he finally did say some shit? He's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on over here. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, the next day he was traded. But um, so he he's letting it be known. Look, that if I was Kyrie's teammate, I'd feel the same thing. And if I'm James Harden who's chasing legacy, Kai, you got a ring. KD, you got two. I need a fucking ring, and that's why I'm here. And I didn't come here to play with uh Shout out the God, Patty Mills. But I didn't come here to be closing games with Patty Mills and all these other guys. While if Kevin's hurt, I get no Kyrie. The way that this is supposed to work is there's three of us. At worst case scenario, if two of us are playing, we're going to win some ball games. But if KD goes down for six to eight and Kyrie is off doing whatever the fuck Kyrie does, not playing in home games, what are we going to do? We can't have this guy every other game. We can't establish any rhythm that way. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So – Again, man, this is a guy who played hurt in the playoffs last year. So, like, I've made the sacrifice. And it's a tough situation because maybe you don't want to be like, hey, man, just stop being a fucking idiot and go get vaccinated. Yeah. But at the same time, stop being a fucking idiot and go get vaccinated. <laughs> That's yeah. why I would, Stephen exactly. A says it best. If you were to sign Kyrie, just sign him on a series of one-year deals with options because you do not know. I'd sign this dude weekly if I could. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. he, he's he's – I couldn't deal with that. I just think that, yeah, I think the big thing was like, yo, this was supposed to be a big three. We were supposed to have, by this time, we're supposed to have almost 100 games together under our belt, right? They even played 20 games together? Played, like, all three of us, hundred, like, a full season under our belt together. Chemistry, just seeing where we could actually push this. And, yeah, like you said, that's not happening, so – and and I got to pay, and I'm paying off the – y'all taking half my salary? Yeah, and then I got to pay Basically, rent. y'all taking half my salary for a squad that I don't even – this ain't even the uh, squad I signed up to play with. They have played in 16 out of 113 games, out of 100 possible 113 right. games together. That's what I said. They should so be it's like, like 100 they, games. So if they do come back healthy, there's no chemistry. And I get you have that much talent that you're going to win most games. But come the playoffs up against a Milwaukee team or someone like that, who, this Milwaukee team has been the same team for three years. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. – so, and they're ultra confident. So, like, yeah, if I'm looking at this, 
I have zero confidence in this Nets thing. I think this this is over with after this year. Because it's just it's, there's too much shit going on. So then and you a like lot the of Bucks it, to come out of the East then? I, I do. Yeah, if, you, if I had to put my money on anybody coming out of the East, it's the Bucks. I told you it's Bucks Suns again. I don't really see any other path to non-Bucks Suns. Maybe in the East, but I, I think the Suns are going to run through the West. And I think we're headed towards Bucks Suns because of all the things we've talked about. The Bulls aren't ready, don't have enough too many injuries, right? Philly, while Embiid is playing his ass off, they just don't have enough. They don't yeah. have Ben they Simmons. Need James. Yeah, they need they really need James. We, man, we talked about that before too. Go get Dame, go get James. One of the two. That's it. Pure point blank. And that was with Ben Simmons on the floor. If you would have added one of those guys, I guess you would probably would have had to move Simmons, but no, if, move Simmons for you should have moved Simmons for James last year and never looked back. Yes. James Harden was the perfect player to yes. play with Joel Embiid. I said it all last yes. year. He was the perfect player to play with Joel Embiid. Yes. It was there was two places for James Harden to go. Milwaukee yep. or Philly. Yep. Perfect player to play with Giannis. Perfect player to play with Embiid. He yep. has to be if you pair James Harden with an elite big, we're good to go. And I, I yeah, if I'm Philly, I'm figuring out whatever I can to get James Harden in the building. But obviously, if you're the Nets, there's not a chance in hell you're trading him to uh, Philly right now. Because, yeah. you know, what, Ben Simmons is going to take him a while? Like, yeah. So I, I just think this thing is this thing is over with. And, and it really does kind of circle around Kyrie. And I just, look, man, basketball is a commitment. Playing in the NBA is a commitment. And I don't think this guy is committed to the commitment. So if I'm James, <laughs> if, if you're James, and then you're James, what are you, 31, 32 now? Like, are you going to tie... Yeah. The end of your career, like the end of your prime to Kyrie Irving? Yeah. Who What's already up, has Derby? what he wants? Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. All right, we'll leave it there. We'll see what happens, man. NBA, once, especially after the Super Bowl, we're going to be talking big, 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 big NBA. I'm looking forward to really digging in because yep. I've been really locked in on football. I haven't been, I've been watching, but it's I could get a little more in the weeds on the NBA stuff. So I'm excited about that. All right, that's the show, man. You already know what time it is. Make sure you follow us everywhere you can. iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Tell the homies. Lock in with us for Big Nick the Quick. I am your host, Sean Little. I'll talk to y'all next week.